This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Unsportsmanlike with Evan Candy and Michelle coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Happy birthday to one Chris Canty. Been a good morning of eating so far on your birthday it's been for all great. of us. I've had the, the pizza cookie that Smalls brought me. That's right. You two donated to my foundation. I feel all warm and fuzzy because of that. And then Justin, our producer, program director, brought me a beautiful egg sandwich from the place next door that makes tremendous egg sandwiches, bacon, egg, and cheese. You can't go wrong. It's the perfect combination. Man, it couldn't have gotten started out any better. Thank you guys for making this a special birthday. I mean, they don't have tomatoes, but okay. There we go with the tomatoes thing. He's just hung up on tomatoes. What's going to allow you to mentally push past this no tomatoes Uh, on the breakfast sandwich thing? I don't know. I've been trying to research. Did they run out or they don't carry tomatoes? I just need to understand this. Okay. Do you feel the same way about ketchup? Like, are you adamant I don't, about I'm having ketchup? I'm not a ketchup guy and an egg. You're not a ke- you're not a ketchup guy, but you are a tomatoes. Guy. Yeah, I like tomato, like a to- egg cheese tomato sandwich is great. Okay, that's not like a bold statement, don't you? But if you're this place, you have to have tomatoes on like burgers. Like if you're having a burger, do no, you have to have uh, a no, I wouldn't. On? But I like to I like tomatoes on sandwiches. Yeah, I do in general. Okay. Um, if you have an egg place, like this place is known as an egg place. It's a breakfast place. Yeah, wouldn't you think there would be tomatoes? Whether you agree with my statement and my assessment I would, of tomatoes. I would think there would be tomatoes just because somebody might want that in an omelet. If uh, excellent if point. If they're making an egg Great sandwich, point. they probably Great make point. omelets too. So why wouldn't they have the diced tomatoes to put in the omelet? But I don't know I don't that anybody – I don't know that anybody – I want the sliced tomato on the egg So you want the sliced tomato in your omelet? No, on that sandwich. But if you're getting – Omelet diced. Exa- that's my point. That's, yeah, what, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm just yeah. making sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just you just, he just confused me. Me too. <laughs> I think he's confused himself. Yeah, exactly. All right. Are can we, we can we find our way out of this maze of the criticism of, of the breakfast sandwich? Uh, gonna, that oh, was free way, for you, The free breakfast way. sandwich. The free breakfast sandwich. It's free for Justin, Which makes it taste even better. And you finished it a half hour ago. Again, Pat, you literally do a segment every day at 7.45 a.m. Eastern of I'm over it. Like that, you clearly have things that are lingering with you as well, right? So if anyone can relate to my lingering of pain... It is you. You want to talk more about baseball gloves or? (laughs) Bats. I don't wear the bats. Anyway, uh, so the update on Michigan is as follows. Let's take a listen. Heather Denich, uh, ESPN college football writer, senior college football writer. She's been all over the Michigan story as to what potentially could happen to Michigan. She was on Get Up, 8 a.m. Eastern, of course, on ESPN with Greeny. Last night, Michigan sources indicated to me and my colleague Adam Rittenberg that they had not had any communication with the Big Ten. And also, there still had not been any evidence presented to Michigan that Jim Harbaugh knew about any of this, orchestrated any of it, or lied about it. Then, on top of this, the Big Ten, we have learned, has considered the gamut of punishments. Um, Back this weekend, they were thinking about an indefinite suspension, a two-year suspension, something as simple as a public reprimand, something as lofty as a million-dollar fine. Now we're hearing this morning it could be a three-game suspension, which obviously would be significant, and it would start this weekend. So there's Heather Dinich. There's a lot to unpack there. There there is a lot to unpack there. Did she say a two-year suspension? Did I hear that right? Is that what I just heard, or she said no, two games? Two games. Okay, two I thought three, I, for some reason I, I heard no, three games. Uh, two, two or three games. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry because I, I like when you're bringing up the word year, when we don't have all the facts, like we've said on our show 
that it feels like a game or two feels like a lot based on the lack of facts. Anything past that feels an enormous amount. The one million, one million, excuse me, would be separate than what they're actually looking at right now in terms of the um, sportsmanship penalties because there's actually rules and regulations with the sportsmanship penalties. Heather tweeted at CFB Heather, if it's more than two games or $10,000, the Big Ten will need special permission from an executive board composed of league reps. That which, they would, gonna, which they would get. Though, they would right? get, but it probably yeah. wouldn't happen immediately. Yeah. So now, as we sit here, I have been on the record all show long as saying, I think he's going to be suspended for tomorrow. I think it's absurd, but I think he's going to be suspended for tomorrow. Has your opinion changed at all on this? Uh, no, my opinion hasn't changed. I, I think they should have some restraint when it comes to doling out a punishment that could take Jim Harbaugh off the field. Now, if it, it's just a monetary thing, if they want to make that – uh, situation where they punish him by finding the hell out of the program and Jim Harbaugh, I'm cool with that because that doesn't affect the competitive balance of power in the Big Ten Conference. But if you're taking him off the field, then all of a sudden you're putting those kids at a disadvantage tomorrow when they kick off at noon against Penn State, and then you're giving an advantage to Ohio State, which is the other team that's ranked in the top four in the college football playoff. And, oh, by the way, those two teams play on Thanksgiving weekend. So I just I, – I think it's, it's, it's overly punitive to the kids – in this situation, if you take Jim Harbaugh off the field and you suspend him for games, if you take money out of Jim Harbaugh's pocket, nobody's going to cry for him and nobody's going to miss it, especially knowing that Michigan can't wait to make him the highest-paid coach in the conference exactly. sooner rather than later. Just a quick clarification. So Nuno, our producer, re-listened to the clip. She, Heather did say two years, that Michigan could be looking at and Harbaugh could be looking at for the Big Ten at a two-year penalty, which, again, I don't understand unless they have evidence. That's and, maybe, and maybe it could be something like taking scholarships away right, from him for a couple bands, of years. Yeah, yeah, next exactly. year. But how, it could be a situation like that. If the evidence is the evidence, then why is the scale of punishment so vast where it could be a public reprimand up to two years' worth of punishments? I, I don't understand understand why if they know what the evidence is or they are at least gearing up to be in a place where they know that they're ready to levy some sort of punishment that we could be talking about things that are two on two opposite ends of the spectrum i'm so glad you asked because <laughs> what it feels like is a situation where they're giving the extreme end of the punishment in order to convince michigan to accept a punishment of a lesser degree it's like, yeah, we could take we'll away scholarships for six. two years, postseason ban for two years, and and fine you and all of this other stuff. Or you could take this two or three game suspension right now and call it a day and still be available to coach in the college football playoff. What you want? It, it, it feels like an either-or situation. And for them to go to the extent beyond two games and beyond $10,000, you know, which, which would seem like the punishment or the discipline would be, then they're going to need the executive committee in the Big Ten to approve this. And i got to imagine Michigan has a seat at the table in that regard. So they're going to have to get on board with whatever's going on with the punishment that they want to dole out that would satisfy all the other member schools. And to me, throwing out the year's worth of punishment and suspensions and you know potential scholarship reduction, I think that's to scare Michigan into accepting the level of discipline that they really want to impose in the first place. But do you think anything is really going to satiate the other schools in the Big, Big no. Ten other Hell than no. a, immediate punishment where he's off the sidelines? Hell no. And I don't think and so that's, either. And that's the biggest problem with this whole thing, Smalls. Exactly. It, it, it's, it's a coming to the mob mentality. And I get it. 
Some people might say, you know what, you need to be heavy-handed and to send the message that sign-stealing is bad and, and, and what Michigan did and the links that they went to in this scandal, we've got to take a stand for this because this is not what the Big Ten is about. I get that. I get wanting to send a message. Matter of fact, Buster Olney, who does a great job covering baseball for us, compared this to the Astros cheating scandal and said that the mistake Rob Manfred made was not coming down more heavy-handed on the Astros and teams that were cheating, and that's how this thing became so rampant in Houston over the last several years. And so Tony Petiti, formerly holding the job that Rob Manfred currently holds right now, is the is the commissioner of the Big Ten. He undoubtedly understands the value of setting that precedent because of what Major League Baseball went through with the Astros. And sending a message to a team that's competing for a title in your conference is important because it serves as a deterrent for any future transgressions that people might have when it comes to upsetting the competitive balance of power in the conference. Now, all of that being said, I still think the right decision for the commissioner for the conference is to wait until the NCAA investigation runs its course so you can know the extent of the cheating scandal and the punishment you dole out will absolutely fit the crime. It's interesting you bring up the Astros and Petiti and the connection there because when Petiti was with Manford at baseball and running MLB Network, I'm sure more people were watching that because of the Astros and the scandal. Like, this is of good course. for business in a weird way, right? People it was love good. to hate watch. We, we all were in on the Astros conversation the way that we're all in on the Michigan it's conversation. It's good unless the Astros aren't. And right. that's the point. If right. you take Jim good Harbaugh point. away from it, it's going to have a different impact than if you take away A.J. Hinch and Jeffrey Lunau. That's the difference. So I wonder, though, whether or not, let's use this two-year thing, if Michigan calls the NC, the Big Ten's bluff. You want, to, you want to penalize us for the next two years? You want to do this? Go ahead. We're not compromising. Because in the NFL, we see this a lot, right? Like, ugly. Right, but I'm saying in the NFL, we see this up. a lot. Like, okay, we're going to give you 10 games because we really want to reduce it to six, and that's the right penalty. We want to get you to six because we know you're not going to accept it unless we give you 10. I'm making up numbers. But if that's the Big Ten goal of like, hey, unless you accept these you know, two or three games, we're going to give you two years based on all these other things. I do wonder with the way in which Michigan has defended their own innocence and the guilt of others, whether or not they say, go for it. Go ahead. Take us out of the Big Ten for the next two years. See what happens. I, I think Michigan could call their bluff because every part of this has been that Michigan seems to have evidence against others and Michigan has evidence in favor of themselves. Oh, they're not going down without a fight. They have 11 lawmakers behind them. They're talking about a high-powered legal team that is ready to act as soon as a punishment is levied. So against unless them. it's one game, Smalls, maybe, why would Michigan accept anything? They unless might even fight game. if it's one game. Yeah, and especially since the game is tomorrow, right? We're in a moment right now where this game is literally tomorrow. We also have to keep in mind, this is Michigan, okay? This is one of the preeminent college football programs in our country that hasn't won in a long time. And they are craving this. And they're on the precipice of being able to compete for that. They are not going down without a fight. Football really matters there. This is a big deal. I'm going to continue to ask the same question all throughout the show of us and our audience because information has changed as we've progressed through the show here. Yes. So I'm going to continue to ask the same thing because answers can change based on new information. Is he going to coach the game tomorrow? Yes. I think yes. You hesitated more than no, you did. No, no, he's going to coach the game. Okay. I, I still think no. For whatever reason, I think that he's not, not going to coach this game tomorrow. But we're running out of time here. They board the plane at 1 p.m. Right? Eastern time. What are they going to do? Oh, no, at, we thought, we thought this would happen Tuesday or Wednesday. Be, Let, but let's do it not. while they're in flight. It's 9, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Like, if, they, if they weren't going to do it 
first thing this morning. When are they going to do it? Can you imagine J.J. McCarthy talking to Jim Harbaugh? So, dog, you coaching me tomorrow or not, dog? <laughs> Here's the uh, craziest you co- you thing. You coaching me tomorrow oh, or nah? <laughs> I was like, I'll be there. <laughs> Here's the one crazy part of this. Unlike like, other schools, there. Michigan is used to this. They didn't have him the first few games of the season. They know what it's like to play with someone, to play with someone else, their head coach. But it's yeah, different but not, versus but not, Penn, but not State. Against Penn State. Though. At Penn State. <laughs> right, and not with a day's notice. Now, yeah. I do wonder I do wonder if Michigan is prepared this week as if Harbaugh's not coaching the game. I wonder if they've done anything in practice or any kind of whatever they would do. CC would obviously know a lot better than we would, but on whatever they would do it's to kind of late, get ready too, for it's it. It's too late in the day for the game plan in, in order to, to effectively be able to transfer the game day operation into the hands of your coordinators and all that stuff. Now, certainly you'll have people that step up if they do, in fact, suspend them. But it wouldn't be as seamless of an operation, and that's the part where you put Michigan at a disadvantage if you do this 24 hours before they get ready to play a top-10 opponent. All right, coming up, our frenemy, Joe Fortenbaugh, <laughs> will join us. ESPN bet analyst, co-host of Carlin versus Joe, weekdays noon until 3 Eastern here on ESPN Radio. We will talk to him coming up on Unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Cookie Crisp was crazy because growing up, I think we had that once. That was where my mom drew the line. Yeah. Lucky Charms, no problem because at least half of them weren't marshmallows. I mean, talk about the arrogance of cookies in a bowl for yeah. breakfast. And people be like, yeah, breakfast most important meal of the day. Let's yep. get some Cookie Crisp. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Swoman, the birthday boy, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you. Yeah, Cookie Crisp is good, especially after the fact. It's like you're basically getting chocolate milk at the end of the oh, cereal. Yeah. Uh, the voice you just heard there, normally we, we act as frenemies. We beef back and forth. Today is not the day for that, because today's a big day. We do have to give Joe credit for being a part of this. It's an awesome day here at ESPN. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN bet analyst, co-host of Carlin vs. Joe, weekdays noon until 3 Eastern time. And ESPN Bet Live relaunches today at 6 p.m. Eastern. So, Joe, I am going to actually be nice and say congratulations. This is awesome. Tell us what this means with the relaunch of ESPN Bet Live. This is incredible because I was going to enter this conversation being nice as well. I wanted to point out a couple things. Happy birthday to the big man in his shirt and tie today. Always looking good on a Friday. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for taking the high road for once in your life. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, careful because I can turn quickly, okay? Let me get through all of my nice sentiments, and then we'll, we'll see how everyone's feeling. And then, Evan, for you, great point last week. When I came on, the first thing you brought up was the Raiders and whether or not they play well now that they fired their coach. You were all over that one, my friend. So excellent job. And then Smallman, obviously, I've always liked you more than the other two anyway. So I don't feel like I need to give an extra comment right now. 
because you and I have always been on good terms. Great to be with you guys. Very excited for the show launch tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2. Uh, rebranding is ESPN Bet Live. The color scheme, uh, quite impressive. Mm. I saw it yesterday. It looks very cool. Nice. I, I, I give you more, but we're going to talk Duke, Arizona, and you know what we'll be getting into tonight, the down and the dirty of all the grimy sports betting stuff that your boy loves to find. I got a wink-wink game for you, but we'll do that in a little bit, I'm sure. Okay, yes, we will get to the wink-wink, but let's get to the biggest story on the board anywhere right now, and that is this Jim Harbaugh situation. How will it affect the line one way or another, if at all, Joe, if he gets suspended? I don't see it. Oh, if he gets suspended. Well, it would depend. uh, Let's see. Right now, there's already been some money on Penn State. Game open, Michigan minus five. Got bet down to four and a half. The funny thing is, all of us in the media and the people outside of sports betting are, are talking about what this suspension could mean to the game, all that stuff. The sports betting world hasn't had much of a reaction to it. They've been monitoring it, but Michigan is still your national championship favorite. And the reason the line moved to Penn State was more of a Penn State's got a great defense. Michigan hasn't really played anybody yet this year. Maybe they're not as great as the record indicates. So as a result, that's why we're seeing the Penn State money. If he were to be suspended, you'd have to imagine we'd see this move again, mostly because we'd probably see a decent amount of public money coming in on Penn State. That would probably drive the price. We've seen the team without Harbaugh before earlier in the season, but again, this is on the road at Happy Valley versus an early season matchup against like UNLV, so it's a little bit different. So it'd have an effect. I don't know if it'd be a huge effect, but I'm personally I'm not expecting it because if we were close to something like this, I think this game might be off the board. Joe, staying in the world of college football, another team that's in the top four in the college football playoff is Georgia. They got a feisty Lane Kiffin-led Ole Miss team coming in uh, to Sanford Stadium. How do you see that game? The line is Georgia laying 11 points. So here's the thing with Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. It feels like every time they enter a week where they have a really big game, something happens or he says something to totally derail all of their focus and everything going on, right? Like I've never seen a guy make his job harder than it needs to be than Lane Kiffin. You know, he was calling out Alabama the week going into the Alabama game, just an awful decision there. And now he's got this lawsuit he's facing for the mental health comments he made to a player. And that's the week of the Georgia game. It's like this guy finds a way to step in it at every single turn. Uh, Georgia's coming off a big one against Missouri. I'd be more inclined to look at Georgia here, uh, sitting around 10, 11. Ole Miss has struggled on the road this season. Defensively, they gave up monster numbers to both LSU early in the season, which has happened to a lot of people. And then it happened last week, even though they won against Texas A&M. I don't know if they're going to be able to get as many stops as they need in this game. And I don't know offensively if they're going to play all that well on the road. So if I was to do anything here, it'd be Georgia. I might look to the over as well. Joe, is your wink-wink game in college football? I was going to swing to the NFL, but if it's in college, I'll ask you that. Oh, it's college football. Okay, do you so still want to proceed? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What's your wing-wing game in college football? Do you still want to proceed? Right, so... What are we, in a court of law right now with Joe? It feels that way with the whole I know you stuff. have a legal background, but man, oh man. You can proceed, counsel. It... Go ahead. Look, when it comes to radio interviews, we all know the do's and the don'ts, and Smallman's being smart. She doesn't want to transition to another topic right. if there's still something left on the bone. That's always been a canty problem. Canty will <laughs> jump all over the place, you'll notice. It becomes a huge mess for the interview process. Happy birthday, big fella. Wink, wink game. And he turned. Wink, <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink, wink game this week. We're going all the way out west. Fresno State, San Jose State. We're laying the point with San Jose State over Fresno State. 
Great spot for the Spartans. Three-game winning streak. They've looked very good this season. They're coming off their bye week. They're taking on a Fresno team. Last four games for Fresno State, all decided by one score. I wonder how much gas is left in the tank. Quarterback Mikey Keene's a bit banged up coming into this game. Uh, game open, Fresno minus three, and has been bet all the way through to San Jose State as a favorite. So we're not getting the best number here, but still very confident. Spartans minus one over the Bulldogs. It is Unsportsman Like here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Joe Fortenbaugh joins us, ESPN Bet. The ESPN Bet Live relaunches today, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2. New color scheme. That's Joe's big pitch for the show. It has a new color scheme. Yeah. Not the content, not the money you'll win, not ESPN Bet as a brand. New color scheme for the show today. And, of course, Carlin <laughs> versus Joe, noon until 3 Eastern time. Joe, your favorite NFL bet this weekend is what? So I like way too many favorites this weekend. I like Baltimore, Cincinnati, Seattle. Favorite bet this weekend, just a classic. I'll lay the three with the Lions over the Chargers. I like the spot. Detroit is off their bye week. They sense their place in the NFC. I think you get a very focused effort here. Top 10 this year in defensive efficiency and defensive EPA, which is expected points added. I won't get into the nuance of that. It's going to bore the hell out of everyone. But it is a metric, an advanced metric, that a lot of sports gamblers like to look at. They're coming into this game against a Charger team that just played Monday night. They played on the East Coast. They're flying all the way back to the country, so it's a short week to get ready. Defensively, they've been better, but they haven't been great. They've been beating up on some lousy competition. They've stacked those defensive stats against teams like the Bears, the Raiders, and the Jets. So they are improved since they moved on from J.C. Jackson, but they're not elite. And again, the quick turnaround, I don't see much of a home field advantage for the Chargers. Detroit fans are going to travel. I like the Lions in that spot against L.A. Joe, when you talked about the favorites that you like in Week 10, you didn't bring up the San Francisco 49ers. They're off a bye week on the road in Jacksonville. The Jaguars are three-point dogs at home. How do you read that line? Who do you like? I'm flirting with this game. I'm flirting with this game hardcore. Don't tell my wife. I haven't (laughs) figured out what I want to do yet. I haven't figured out what I want to do yet here. I think it's very telling that this game has just been sitting on three And I wonder if everyone's just waiting to see if it moves off the key number. Because I have a feeling if it goes to three and a half, you're definitely going to see Jacksonville money. And if it somehow dips back down to two and a half, that's where you'll see the Niner money. So this game might just go off at three. The Niners got the bye at the perfect time. Three-game losing streak, lots of injuries, some issues on defense. They get plenty of time to clean it up. They get healthy. Debo's coming back. Everyone should be in good shape for this one. Uh, Steve Wilkes is coming down from the booth to coach on the field per Kyle Shanahan's request. So we'll see how this plays out. Meanwhile, here's Jacksonville. Carlin loves them this year, right? They've won five straight. But go into those five games that they won. Four of those came against teams that rank outside the top 20 in offensive EPA. The one that was inside the top 20 was Buffalo. That game was in London where the Jaguars had just played in London the week before. Buffalo had to travel over. So there was a strategic advantage there in terms of logistics for Jacksonville. So I'm looking at the streak, and I want to give them credit, but I don't know if I want to go too far. Here comes San Francisco, number three in offensive EPA. Big step up in class. If I do anything here, it looks like it's going to be the Niners. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN Bat Analyst, co-host Carlin versus Joe. Weekdays noon until 3 Eastern here on ESPN Radio. ESPN Bet Live relaunching today at 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Hopefully Joe picked a suit to match with the new color scheme. I, mean, I can't wait to see it. He's very excited <laughs> no, I, about the new I color didn't. scheme. So, so I didn't. On the way out, I have to have my wife pack all my clothing for me. I don't know how to fold suits or shirts. So she has to, she has to do everything. God bless this woman. I don't know why she tolerates this. But I went through with her and I said, look, 
Here is what the new color scheme looks like. I can't believe I've mentioned this color scheme this much, by the way. This is incredible. You brought it up. Like, we put the ball on the tee for you to promote it, and you brought up the color scheme of the show. I like the mint. It's a mint green. It looks very nice. It's very refreshing. Sure. I'm sorry if I'm excited about it. But I told my wife, I go, should I wear the green suit to go with the background? And she's like, no, you're going to look like an idiot. You want to blend into the LED lights? And she came up with a look that she calls a very classic professional look. Very classic. So I I will have a very classic look tonight per her. And if you don't like it, take it up with her. I don't want to hear about your problems. I got my own problems. You take up my dress with her. Classic Joe Fortenbaugh tonight, 6 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. Yeah, so, uh, live, so apparently a look that we've never seen on Joe Fortenbaugh. Yeah, classic. Yeah. classic. Oh, normally, there we go. Normally hey, got what's it. The, when's the Netflix special, birthday boy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN All right, Bet everyone. Analyst. Love you guys. Co-host Carlin versus Joe. Weekdays noon until 3 Eastern. ESPN Bet Live. We gave. I'm going to tune in just for the wink-wink games. Me yeah. too. Like, I want the wink-wink games. Me too. <laughs> 6 so p.m. Great. Eastern, ESPN Fresno too. State, San Jose State. Laying the point with San Jose State. Is that what we're doing? I mean, it's been the biggest topic on our it's show. It's the wink-wink game, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, ESPN Radio, pick them. Can we actually compete with the other shows? We'll find out next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Yes, we are going to pick some games here on Unsportsmanlike. But, okay, picking games, whatever, fine, boring, everybody does it. But when we pick it against everybody else, oh, yeah, then it becomes competition. Then we're going up against other shows. We're going against Carlin versus Joe. We're going against Game Night. We're going against Freddie and Harry, Amber and Ian, Greeny and everybody. We're going to do that in just a second. But let's talk about something that's even more important than that, and that is... Veterans Week here at ESPN as we honor all military personnel who are actively serving, veterans who have served, and those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Many of our colleagues across the ESPN network are very brave people who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces as a commitment to empowering those who have served our country. We want to make sure that military personnel and military spouses everywhere are aware of ESPN's continued support of disabled American veterans. DAV Career Fairs, which connect veterans and spouses with employers nationwide who are committed to hiring them. ESPN's supportive career fairs have engaged nearly 7,900 veterans and spouses, resulting in 2,900 interviews being conducted and 960 job offers made. To learn more, visit DAV.org for more information. Um, have breaking news. 
interesting information. Pete Thamel, uh, ESPN College Football Reporter, oh. just tweeted, Jim Harbaugh's attorney, Tom Mars, tells ESPN he fully expects Jim Harbaugh to fly with the team to Penn State. Quote, I'm confident he's going to be on that plane one way or another, end quote, Mars said. Oh, wow. So that's just letting it be known. If you want to suspend us for some games, we're going to file a TRO, uh-huh. injunctive relief, and he's going to be out there until it gets sorted out in court, which becomes a mess for the Big Ten. My lawyer will be speaking on my behalf. Exactly. Now, yeah. <laughs> y'all, hey, 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 listen. If y'all want all the smoke, we running up the chimney. That's what they're going to do. What a line. I'm confident he's going to be on that plane one way or another. You want a, 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 the most odd, weird connection it's for like you all sure, of this stuff? You sure you want to do this? Like yeah. It's kind of like they're looking at him like, you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Let us know if you are because if you are, then we're going to go ahead and do this. 11 lawmakers. Yeah, exactly. Legal team. High powered legal teams. They're ready. Is the judge on standby? I'm sure. I know they got the lawyers on standby. Is the judge on standby too? Probably. Yeah, judge, you can go on, you can take the day off, but don't leave town. We might need you. No doubt. The weirdest, oddest connection for all of this in terms of the TRO, the temporary restraining order that CC just brought up to what I just was talking about about military personnel, which is real serious, real life stuff. Well, part of the conversation, as Pete Thamel has brought up, is that in order to get the temporary restraining order, they got to go to the courts and get that. Today is a is a government holiday. Veterans We're observing Day Veterans is Day. Is observed yes. today, so the courts are not open. So the later in the day that they wait, the more work it's going to have to be to get those people that are not even in the truck. I mean, this is – we laugh. You think I'm ridiculous in what gonna I'm try, saying. We're going to try to do it at 4.59. Yeah, that way, these people are not that, even there anyway. That way, that way the work day is over. <laughs> it's crazy wow. to think. Okay, so we're going to keep you updated on this literally wow. at any point over the next half this hour until we hand this off to Grady. I will wild. probably interrupt us as we're talking with more information as this has progressed and here all day. Do you really want this circus, though, if you're the Big Ten? No. I mean, it's too Why? late. What do you mean it's no, too but, late but, now? But do you want – like, you're, you're going to make it even more of a circus if you go down this road and trying to suspend but Harbaugh small, for tomorrow's game. But Smalls has brought it up. It's a circus any way you cut it because either you're satisfying Michigan or you're, or you're, and not satisfying the other schools or satisfying the other schools and not satisfying Michigan. But that's fine. I'd rather satisfy – Satisfy Michigan and not satisfy the other schools because what are the other schools going to do? What is their recourse? Like it's not as if they can file; they're going to file a lawsuit against the conference you know, because they didn't punish Jim Harbaugh in the timeline that would have benefited them in terms of what happens on the field this season. We're not saying that the Big Ten is not going to punish Jim Harbaugh or Michigan. What we're saying is allow the NCAA investigation to play out. Let them issue their report, their findings on how. You know how vast this scandal is, the, the the gravity of it all, before you make a determination on what the right punishment should be. Because if you rush to judgment and you make a punishment, it undoubtedly won't satisfy some other people based on what the, the NCAA eventually ends up finding. And that's the part that, to me, gets a little bit dicey. Succumbing to the mob mentality and suspending somebody based on allegations and not having the full extent of all the facts, that, 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 that to me, is a bridge too far. So... When you think about the mob mentality, if you're the Big Ten and you show up with your torches, be careful because that torch also shines a light on you. Mm. And if you better make sure that there are no skeletons in your closet mm. because Michigan is not taking this lying down. So if you bang the table and you bring the torch, they're coming for you. And CeCe brings up an interesting point of like, okay, what are the other member institutions that are not Michigan going to do? What, I mean, so are they going to fire Tony Petiti? They're going to try to go after him? Like his predecessor, Kevin Warren, who's now the president of the Bears, Tony Petiti, like Kevin Warren, would find another job in two seconds if he wanted yeah. to. Right? So it's not like, okay, you fire him. 
It's not like the next commissioner. They not- went and got Tony Petiti because he's so good at his damn job. <laughs> right. He's That's, really good. They went and got him. Right. Because right. they're like, hey, right. where's the like, big TV? Y'all hit my phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> you came and got me because the Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren, left to be the team president of the Chicago Bears. Right. You don't get yeah. these jobs without having options yeah, for other exactly. jobs. So exactly. I don't know what they would do. All right. Now, uh, we're going to pick games here. I do have to ask the question. How far away are we from picking just against what the people ahead of us are picking to try to catch up Oh, we got a ways to go. Okay, we got a ways to go. Okay. All right, because Carlin versus Joe are 26-1. Game night, 19-7-1. Freddie and Harry, 17-9-1. And and we're 15-11-1. We got more season in front of us than behind. That's right. That's right. And we're not in last place. Yeah, we, we can do. we can do this. No, I'm saying we can do this. I think we can do this. All right, 49ers are favored by three at the Jaguars. <laughs> He's talking himself. Because <laughs> I'm very concerned about this. I'm very concerned about winning here. Um, can we do this? Yes. 49ers favored by three at the Jaguars. Where are we going? I'm going with the 49ers because they're the more desperate team. They got to get a win. If they don't get it in this spot coming off the bye week, when is it going to happen, though? Could not like, agree more. Like, they got to get this win. Like, I'm, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of them being desperate. I don't think that this is going to be a particularly close game because if it's a close game, then I think Jacksonville is going to win outright. So, to me, this is an easy call on whether or not I want to roll with the 49ers and cover the three. I think the Niners cover this comfortably. Evan, I know you love Jacksonville, but I my tendency was to go San Francisco as well. 100%. I'm okay, in on great, I, I love both these teams. Great. I, I want, I, I'm yeah. in on both these teams. Yeah, that's so, right. That's and right. by the way, we do have a veto, Smalls and I, if we don't like they something do. that's CC picks. Do. Do. Uh, Browns at the Ravens. Ravens favored by six and a half. I like the Browns in this spot. I just don't think that Deshaun Watson can be as bad as DTR was when these two teams tangled horns a few weeks earlier earlier in the season. I, I just I think this is a situation where you got two of the best defenses in the league. Scoring is going to be down. That's reflected in the over-under on point total. It's at 38 and a half. I think this is a situation where this is going to be a relatively close game, and that favors the Browns because they don't have the most explosive offense. They can run the football. They can play really, really good defense. And I think it ends up being closer than what the experts think. So I'll take the Browns and the six and a half points. We're asking Deshaun Watson to go on the road and have a better game than we've seen so far this season. Mm -hmm. I have not seen anything to give me confidence that he can do it. I know when we lay it out, it's the perfect spot for him to really cement himself as the guy that the Browns paid him all that money for. But I can't go there just yet. Okay. So, Evan, you're the tiebreaker here. Yeah. I said during Evan Almighty in the 8 a.m. Eastern hour, people can go back on the ESPN app and listen to our podcast, wherever podcasts are found, that I believe that this is going to be Deshaun Watson's best game of his Browns career will happen this weekend. I want to also say, if it doesn't happen this weekend, I can't say this anymore. I have to basically give up. I have to give up on him. I'm with you. Now, he has easier games coming up if you look at their schedule, but it doesn't matter because I I need to see it this weekend. So I got to go with the Browns plus six and a half. Hey, there we go. There we go. I have to do it. I have to do it. And also, the Ravens can afford a loss. Yeah. The Ravens have a game in hand here. So and it's they've not been a, hot for a while, too. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're putting so much trust in someone who's given you no reason to trust you him. You are 1,000% correct. You're 1,000% correct. negative 12% of it. Well, and you have, you have every right to feel that way. Lions <laughs> favored by three at the Chargers. Ooh, I like Detroit in this spot. Me I like too. Detroit and laying the points. I just don't believe in the Chargers. And it's a short week, and they traveled from the, the West Coast to play the New York Jets on Monday night. I, I just think the travel and the, the circumstances catch up with them. Detroit coming off of their bye. They'll be re- ready to go and make a statement about who they're going to be in the second half. Give me Detroit. I'll lay the three. I'm not going to fight either of you on this, but I do think the Chargers are going to win the game. Meaning I'm going with your, your pick makes more sense than mine. I'm agreeing with that. I just have a weird feeling that the Chargers are going to like take us for a little bit of a loop. Like, are they good? Are they not good? By the end of the season, they're going to be like 
nine and eight, ten and seven, they may or may not make the playoffs. We have no idea if Brandon Staley should be there or not, and they'll probably bring him back because they don't want to pay for a new coach, and we'll still be nowhere further in the Justin Herbert development. Good players can't overcome bad coaching. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, <laughs> to me. Is that yeah. I trust Dan Campbell more. Yeah, good players. Can. He's going to have them ready to play. And, and, and I've had two weeks to prepare for you. Yeah, he's going to have and them you've ready had, to play. And you've had five days. I am totally <laughs> a thousand percent fine no with that pick. Those are our picks. Hopefully, we catch up to the other shows ahead of us on Sportsman Life, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, we do have the unsportsmanlike moment of the day coming up and there are many candidates for today um the atlanta hawks had something the new england <laughs> patriots had something there are a lot we are going to get to that coming up but first cc has this from oh 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 o'reilly don't miss see better drive safer month at o'reilly auto parts where you'll get great deals on wiper blades headlight bulbs cleaning products and more get up to a 20 dollars o'reilly gift card rebate I want to select purchases, and their professional parts people will even install your wiper blades for free. That's free 99. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto, Heart, Auto Parts. Stop by your local O'Reilly store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. Oh, we got some candidates today on Sportsmanlike Moment of the Day here on Unsportsmanlike at ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, the birthday boy Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. All right, let's run through these. The Atlanta Hawks put out a tweet <laughs> that literally has their mascot in a bed under the covers promoting the in-season tournament for a website that is hawks.com slash onlyfanshawks. What? <laughs> An oh only fan Hawks account. Oh my or gosh. only Hawks fans, however you want to look. Oh only Hawks fans. I said that backwards. Only Hawks fans. Yeah. 
Oh, I, Hawks. That's com that's great. Slash is only it? Hawks that's, that's fans. Great. This makes that's me great. uncomfortable. That's great. Does it? it? I love it. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Have a sense of humor, Small. It's so I, weird I, that it makes you uncomfortable because you lent me your it's, login it's the, for that site. It's the, it's the mascot. It's, 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 hey, phrase it. It's, it's the Trey Young. I had no part of this. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's that. a little. DeJounte Murray no also was in on this saying, like, I want nothing to do with the fact that we have a mascot in an only Hawks fans. Uh, ad with it. It's, I think, listen. I think it's creative. If I think you're it's looking funny. for a social media person, whoever is yeah. running the Hawks one is at least creative. Exactly. Uh, you're trying to drum up interest. I mean, how many people are really checking for the Atlanta Hawks this time of year? Oh, every night before uh, I go to sleep. Right, exactly. That's the whole point. So oh, this is something that's going. We're talking about it on our show. This is a national morning radio show, and that's exactly yeah. what they wanted. It's just the it's the hand movements like the of the Atlanta. hawk and the video. It's just a little. I think it's actually the wing, but. Oh, no, we, we, had, we had a good, a, we had a good run. We had a good run. We had a good run of stuff yesterday, right? There was a run. There was a run in the afternoon yesterday of viral videos that included the Hawks mascot. And just go check out Stephen A.'s Twitter um, because he had some fun stuff from his podcast that he was reacting to. That uh, well, again, look at Stephen A.'s Twitter, and you can watch him on uh, First Take coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern. CCL be on that on his birthday today. All right, next one. The Patriots and the Colts play overseas in Germany. Bill Belichick had his uh, press conference this morning, and I guess there's a new menu. There's a new item on the breakfast menu over there, Coach Belichick. Looks good. Uh, pretty good. Uh, all right. Good to be in Frankfurt. Um, you know, got in this morning. Good flight in. Um, got in this morning. Just kind of rolling along here, and and um, beautiful facility. Um, so. Look forward to getting out there this afternoon, wrapping up our preparations, and and uh, be ready to go on Sunday. Are we doing pretzels for lunch? Seriously. Oh. Are we going to get a set like this? He's asking multiple times about the pretzels. He wants the pretzels. I love it. I love that he's the asking pretzels, about the pretzels. He's, he's, he's all in on Frankfurt? Yeah, I said breakfast. It's lunch. I know we've had that debate today. But, uh, yeah, so breakfast is all – I mean, Belichick is all in on the pretzels. I love hot pretzels. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Yeah, but when they're bad, they're bad. Yeah, but they're not bad over there, though. Are they? No, I don't think no, I've had I've the pretzels. I had the schnitzels. The schnitzels in Frankfurt, in Germany, I guess, in general, are outstanding. Yeah. But you go to the street corners in the city here in New York. Schnitzel, a little cider beer. Ooh. The street corner hot pretzels are the best. Little lemon. mustard on them. Oh, uh, tremendous around here. But when, you've, I'm sure, been in a stadium when you really want a pretzel like to dip frozen. it in the cheese, and then you get it, and it's dry. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's the worst. Would you rather the cheese or the mustard on a hot Mustard, 100% mustard. Yeah, me too. You? Yeah, mustard. Mustard. But I'm not, you know what? I'm anti buying any type of food on the streets. I'm just anti. Oh, I'm anti. really? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm anti street meat. I, I don't, I don't. Do well, it. street meat and hey, street phrasing. Yeah, street meat just... and street pretzel are two different things. Yeah, but even with the pretzel, wow. I'm not gonna do it. Wow. You're not rolling with like a hot dog? No, I've done. Listen, I've done it before when I was a kid. I, I, I loved it, but I'm just, I'm not doing it now I, for whatever reason. I don't know. It's a block, whatever it oh, is. Man. I'm just not doing it. But today's uh, actually, the I'm not doing it. It's like interesting. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Today would be for me the day that I would have the justification in my head to do it. If it was my birthday, like it was yours, and I'm like, I don't normally get the street pretzel, but I may have that moment of like, screw it. 
I'm going to get the street pretzels my birthday today, and that's going to be my present to them myself. But yeah. they, they can smell smoky outside the cart. Oh, I love it. The Auntie Anne's pretzels, though. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. The cinnamon sugar. <laughs> no, totally different. I, hey, listen. Now, they got no. me. I'm a sucker. I'm walking through the airport. I'm going to grab that oh, one Oh, you smell it from a mile. Yeah, you know they, what they else always hooks you? The Cinnabon. You oh, smell yeah. it from, like, oh, yeah. seven terminals over. But see, over. here's the thing. The Cinnabon gets messy, though. That's, like, that, like, like that's a commitment. I'm not saying it's not worth it, but it's like if you're on the go, the pretzel is a grab-and-grow type of situation. No, the cinnamon sugar gets all over the place. Yeah, but I've got it it. in the little little tissue paper that they give (laughs) it. I can walk around and I can keep it away from... Like, there's no way. I can one-hand the pretzel. I can't one-hand the Cinnabon. Fair. You know what I'm saying? There's also different circumstances. The pretzel you can have, like, with the meal. The Cinnabon you have after the meal. The Cinnabon gets you way more dirty. I think the Cinnabon can be, like, more of a dessert or a breakfast. What are you having an Auntie Anne's pretzel with a meal? You have like a sandwich Never. and a pretzel. Never. Never. Well, not, I wouldn't have that as much as I'd have the shrimp. Yeah, Man, you, you have some strange food takes. You're right I, up there with Dan Olasky. That's right. Oh, strange wow. food takes. That's well, right. Strange taste. Giving him a run for his money. Great lead-in because Dan Orlovsky is, um, I, I guess he takes pride in not spending too much, right? Which is fine. He's like, frugal. I, yeah, and that's frugal. fine. It's his money. That. We don't have to judge him we for We love what a frugal king. But he definitely made a big deal. Like, hey, I finally got my wife a first-class ticket over to Germany last week because he called the game on NFL Network, did a great job. Jason McCourty and Rich Eisen are part of that broadcast. Phenomenal broadcast, by the way. And um, he got it. he and his wife a first-class ticket. Well, I guess on first take on ESPN, 10 a.m. Eastern, he explained kind of the evolution of that first-class ticket. Because I'm a, I'm a man of integrity, I felt like <laughs> the story needs to be shared. So my wife did fly first class, okay? So the airline is that Lufthansa or yep, whatever yep. airline. So my first experience having this, you book your, your flight, your ticket. We booked my flight or my wife an economy class ticket. It was X amount of dollars. When you get done booking that ticket on this airline, you can then bid, place a bid for an upgrade potential. Like one of those almost meter bids. <laughs> So I placed a bid that was a very small number, nowhere near what the cost of a first-class ticket would be. And if your bid gets accepted, you get your upgrade. If not, you don't. Last week when I was on the show, actually, on Monday, the bid got accepted. So, yes, (laughs) she flew in first class. Look at that whole roundabout thing. But just to put in context, it was like (laughs) a first-class ticket was like $12,000, and I think the bid was like $300 or $400. Okay, so, so did Dan get his wife a first-class ticket, or he, he got, got her a bid? He got, uh, he got her a first-class ticket, but I just don't even understand how this process is like, like, legal. Like, like exactly. <laughs> like that's the part that is just—it's unsold inventory, basically. Yeah, is what I, I it guess. Is. Yeah. Like we're gonna take your money in case we don't sell it, and if yeah. we don't sell it, then you're gonna get it for a lower price. And if not, I assume you get your money back. Yeah. But it's not like. But, you but really it seems splurged. like a dicey proposition because what happens if you don't get it? You're flying first class and your wife is flying coach all the way to Germany? Seems what that part, way. Part Greedy coming up next. Happy birthday to Cece. We're on to Monday on Sportsmanlike. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.